Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hello everyone, it's Jack from Cultaholic and the week is finally upon us. It's WrestleMania week, everybody. WrestleMania. Peter Andre, right? If you're sat at home and you haven't done a WrestleMania cover of Insania, you sat on a pile of money. A pile of money, I tell you. I'm pumped, me. I learned very, very recently that uh, Insania, he pretended he'd written that in the Celebrity Jungle, but he hadn't actually written it, then he'd pre-written it. No. I thought, I thought he wrote it in the jungle. Don't do this to me. I watched, <laughs> I watched, I watched that series of I'm a Celebrity, me and too. I thought that was a shoot. You're telling me that I'm a Celebrity's fake now as well, are you, Jack the Jobber? Oh. It's, it's like learning that wrestling's not real all over again. Speaking of wrestling, I'm joined by two of the finest wrestling minds in all the world, Ross and Andrew. Uh, Ross, you're, we've heard you're pumped already. Andrew, how are you? Yes, I am pumped for NXT TakeOver, very much so. WrestleMania a little bit, okay, a little bit. But Hang NXT on. TakeOver, the I'm sand, excited. The sand what? inside Raymond James Stadium, Andrew. The sand. The sand. Sand. It's insane Have you been looking at those drone? Have you looking at those drone shots of the I, of the stadium construction? I've seen two. I've seen I the haven't. drone one flying over the top, and then someone was in the chopper flying over Ooh. the top of the stadium as well. Oh. So there's been all kinds of sneaky preview shots, and I can't confirm everybody there is sand. Next to the pirate ship, which is a natural setting for the sand to be. Yeah, it sounds very exciting indeed. And what's more exciting is that this is a pitchers video uh, where basically we'll all go around in a circle and each pitch one thing for WrestleMania 37. It'll go Ross, then Andrew, then myself. We'll do it three times. That'll equal nine pitches. But remember the golden rule. It's not what we think's going to happen. It's It's what what we want to happen. happen. Yes. Come on. So, um, Ross, do you want to give us your first pitch, please? My Zoom has just set uh, play music, question mark. That's never happened before. <laughs> Bloody hell, what a voice I've got. Anyway, I'm starting off with a pitch, which is not one of my, my normal sort of pitches. There's no flamboyance to this one. There's no bells. There's no whistles. There's no pyro. There's no ballyhoo. I'm just going to say this sentence and try and speak it into existence. Cesaro needs to swing Seth Rollins 100 times. And I don't know if if you can call it a kink just yet, but I get a different kind of pleasure just watching Seth Rollins being swang 
time and time and time. Is that the right word? Swung. 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 Yeah. Swinged. Yeah. <laughs> time again. He is fantastic at taking the swing. And I say this pitch because I was watching a little video on the there on the Yo Chobe from Shikara King of Trios 2009, where Cesaro does 100 swings on a man called Grizzly Redwood. He was a lot smaller than Seth Rollins, but I like to believe that Cesaro can do anything he wants to set his mind to. So if he wants to do 100 swings to Seth Rollins, he can do it. But I was watching it back and I started counting along and the crowd inside the arena, the Shikara arena, um, <laughs> they get it wrong. They, he only does it 81 or 82 times and they're sat there counting to 100. They've gone too quickly on the old rotations yeah. thing. Oh. So that doesn't count in my opinion now. Sorry, Cesaro. So to set the record book straight, we need to see Seth Rollins swang, swung, swinged 100 times. Now, I like that immediately. The one drawback for me is that work rate-wise, that's one of the matches I'm most looking forward to over this weekend. Mm. Would that, that wouldn't be much of a match. Towards the, you can no, do it towards the end of the match. Though. Yeah, this is just maybe set up for the finish. I don't know. Yeah, yeah. fair enough. Uh, Grizzly Redwood, I think, was like the mini, like the mini me for Brody Lee in Shikara because he looks a bit like him as well. He's got like the big beard and everything. I think they were, I think they were a team, which is yeah, quite good. Learn. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I think you know what? It's a yes for me. That's a fun start to things, isn't it? Yeah. Go on. I'm sorry, there's yes. not much to it, lads. It's just it's a thing I've been, it's I've good. been. Fa- Ever since that swing where somehow Rollins, uh, the central fugal force, whatever it's called, when he's going around, soccer AM reference there, for people who were alive in the noughties way back in the day. Um, when he was going around, his jacket went off. I don't know how he did mm. that. I just thought that's an amazing little thing, a little thing that we like to talk about here at Cultaholic Wrestling, that he added to the swing. So, yeah, 100 swings got to happen. Fair and enough, it can, Andrew. It can happen. Yeah. It's a realistic one. It's a yes from me. What a, what a strong start right there. And mm. like you were saying, he's got to set the record straight get a hundred actual real swings in there and get it in the history books, guys. Get it in the history books. I'm all wonder, down for that. I wonder how we make sure because I've, I've seen swings that Cesaro's done. I've not seen the one that Ross is talking about, but I've seen them where he does it a lot, but the crowd don't count per rotation. They just count up. They just count oh. as you would for any... Yeah, so how do we stop the crowd from doing that? Michael Cole with one of those little machine yeah. things. <laughs> Clicking every single time. Let's hear Michael Cole count to 100 in the most annoying way possible. That's one of my pitches. That's actually come out of my mouth, this WrestleMania pitches video. I know who we need. We need Mike Kyoda back. Oh, God. Oh, he would man. have an aneurysm if he counted to 100. <laughs> he loves a count. He there, really is not enough, there is not enough puff in any man's lungs to count to 100 in the fashion that Mike Kyoda counts. No, there's not. It's a very strong start, Ross. A simple start, but sometimes the simple things are the best. Um, as Cliff Richard once said about the Millennium Prayer that he'd written, which was a terrible song. Um, Andrew, can we have your first? <laughs> you can. Uh, I don't know if it's as strong as this. It might be a little bit... Well, to be fair, a lot of these are a little bit convoluted. But uh, we're going to go, and we've done this a few times now when I've been on the videos, but we're going straight into the spooky territory again. Okay. Right, we're going right. in. We're going in. It's got a bit of a twist, though. It's got a bit of a twist, and people might roll their eyes and stuff at spooky shenanigans, but it's not necessarily to do with the spooky shenanigans, um, but rather it's like part of a grander scheme going on in my head. Ooh. Ooh. And, uh, and you might know what it's about. So with, obviously with Jericho turning up on like the Broken School sessions and stuff, well, the things seem to be a little bit up 
for, for, for business, maybe. Who knows? Who knows? Okay. But anyway, right. So we get Orton versus Fiend. And uh, and I think, obviously, since we've got uh, an audience at WrestleMania this year as well, it kind of, like, cuts between being in the ring slash in the arena and also, like, some parts, maybe, like, cinematic and stuff like that. Um, so it cuts back and forth between each. And we're going through, like, the last decade of interactions between um, Randy Orton and Bray Wyatt and The Fiend, uh, dating back to, like, the punk kick that Orton did on Husky Harris that took him off TV and stuff oh, for a long wow, time. Oh, wow, that far back. Yeah, that far back. We're going that far back. This, Even though this isn't, like, actually what I'm thinking about in the... I don't know. I, I digress. I digress. Let me get back in. So we're going through the beats. We're going through all them beats. We get to 2017 and the fighting in the Wyatt family compound that obviously Orton burnt down and stuff. Um, the fighting inside there, pieces of the compound are like falling around them and everything. Perhaps we even get a shot where like the beams fall down and it like you see them in a cinematic way, like fall on Orton. Whoa, no. Right. And they fall on Orton <laughs> and the screen cuts to black. The screen cuts to black. And like everything seems still and quiet and, and all this. And then out of nowhere, <gasps> Orton, whoa, he's just emerged out of just this body of water gasping for air. And it's all pitch black. We see nothing around him. And for a moment, it seems like he's alone until we're here in the distance. I don't know if I can do this, Go on. this impression well. Yes! Who's that? Who oh. is it? Who is it? It's only Matthew. We pan around and it's Matthew Hardy is there next to Randy Orton. So Matt Hardy stands there in the lake next to Orton. He's doing all his teeth chattering. He's chomping and all that that he does. Uh, and he says something like along the lines of, you know, after all these years, you thought you were the one to set Randy uh, to set Bray Wyatt on this path. But in actuality, it was me. I created The Fiend. I brought this upon you. I am the reason. This nightmare continues, Randy Orton. And you think I left because of you? Because of what you did to me with the chairs and all that kind of stuff? Now, I left because I knew there was nothing I could do to stop Bray Wyatt. But the portal is now open. The forbidden <laughs> portal is now open. And then the camera pans back round, and then Randy Orton like gingerly just like peers over his shoulder, and there's the fiend. Bah, mandible claw, get him in the body of water. And then we cut back to whatever part of the whole entire feud thing happens but this is my pitch the forbidden portal between wwe and aew is opened that's that's the pitch that's the pitch that's the <laughs> does anyone come through at first or is that for next night on Raw? so that's for matt like matt hardy is like the i guess the first he's like the doctor strange right yeah, yeah right. Of this whole thing he can like go between all these different worlds and multiverses of wrestling and stuff and he's kind of like the first person to sort of, you know, push push this idea forward. I, I, I don't know what to say, but I know for a fact that there's someone listening to this who will be a big fan of it. Richard, who edits these, is he likes an anime series or two, does Richard? And yours sounds very much like a season finale mm. of an anime. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know if there's any way that Richard can give his thoughts. If he just wants to say them in my ear now and I can relay them as my... Because I don't know whether to say yes or no. Richard, if you're there, can you just... If it was animated like an anime, then yes, definitely. So it's a yes. It's a yes from me, but Richard by proxy. That's, yeah, there you go. Why has it gone to a portal, Andrew? Because <laughs> they, they um, didn't they, they trademarked Forbidden Door and Forbidden Portal. AEW trademarked those. So I was like, why not just go Did they actually trademark portal? portal? I think so, yeah. Whoa. Yeah, wow. talking nonsense. I might, be, I might be talking nonsense. The Forbidden but Portal? Matt Hardy likes portals and weird... <laughs> 
space dimension things. So I was like, go on then, chuck that in there. Hey, obviously, the appearance of Chris Jericho on Broken School Sessions has got the entire world maybe saying, oh, could an AEW invasion happen? And I mm. want to see it happen because we had one invasion before and it didn't quite live up to the hype, did it? Because all these big names were under those massive contracts. Eh? So let's mm-hmm. do it properly this time around. 2K21, the proper invasion done properly. It starts with a forbidden portal. <laughs> I'm all for it. <laughs> Yay! Fair play. Um, it's now my turn. Uh, I'm going to go straight in at the main event of... Oh, no, it might not be the main event, might it? But one of the big matches on night one, Bobby Lashley versus Drew McIntyre. Now, they've kind of, for me, they've kind of fallen at the final hurdle with this build because Lashley's suddenly being a bit of a coward and he's, after being very dominant, he's now trying to hire people in the locker room to, like, he's putting a bounty out on Drew. Drew hasn't been the most heroic figure either, in my opinion. He's been picking on... Umbo Carrillo and Ricochet. And I don't really like that either. So as much as I wanted to see Drew win in front of a live audience, I think they might have missed the boat on that a little bit. So this match for me needs to become a triple threat match. And mm. and there's a man who's been forgotten on Raw. Maybe he's injured. Maybe he's ill. We don't really know what's wrong with him. For the purposes of this pitch, he's ready to go. Drew and Lashley are in the ring. They're ready to wrestle for the belt. And suddenly they're interrupted by Paul Heyman. And he strides out and he says, right, Raw, I mean, sorry, SmackDown, I've got that sorted. Roman Reigns is my, he's my dog. He's my big dog. No, he's not. He's my tribal chief. Um, I've got that all locked down. On the other side of things, I want to control Raw as well. And there's just one man who can do that for me. And who should come out but Keith Lee. And he goes in there and he wins the WWE Championship. Because realistically, what has happened to Keith Lee, even if he is injured now or whatever, fair enough, but... He should have been booked better before that even, really, realistically. So that's my pitch. Keith Lee gets inserted into and wins the WWE title match and is a Paul Heyman guy. Ross? How? What do you mean? How does Keith Lee get inserted in? How has Paul Heyman wrangled this? So I'll I'll explain. So when I came up with this pitch, I did think that as well. I was like, how logistically does Keith get in? So the the whole Heyman involvement, he was a last minute addition on my part, just as like a a storytelling crutch. How did he get in? Heyman did some legal wrangling. You know, he's he's got Adam Pearce in his back pocket. (laughs) He does what he wants. So already in this pitches video, we've obviously rectified the invasion angle of 2001. <laughs> Let's rectify WrestleMania 9. That's the sort of vibe I'm getting from this. It's like Hulk Hogan, <laughs> but a bit more palatable. <laughs> there you go. I'm all for it. Get Keith Lee in that match. And then, of course, me and Tom could appear at WrestleMania then and sing that song. Yeah, oh. yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Yes. yeah. I, I imagine Tom's got two first flight, first class flight tickets ready to go, <laughs> just on the off chance <laughs> that you, you can be part of his entrance. Of course you can go in the wigs and the guitars and yeah. Yeah. stuff. Lovely. <laughs> Keith comes out. <laughs> I like it. I like it a lot. Uh, Andrew. No, wait, Ross, is it yes or no? It's a yes, of course it is. Oh, We're right. rectifying WrestleMania now. Right. <laughs> Andrew. Yes, like 100% oh, yes. Fantastic. Anything with Keith Lee coming in, doing all the good stuff. The man deserves to be WWE champion. He's worked so hard for it. And, and obviously hearing things of him going back to like the performance center to train, even though... That is not something that Keith Lee needs to do at all. He's so much better than that. Um, And to get him straight in there, I think that's a good idea as well because I'm feeling like Drew... Drew doesn't see him as, like you were saying, like babyface-ish. Like, even though I guess the whole idea was to have him 
win in front of a crowd and stuff and get the moment that he lost last year, can that just do, it doesn't feel the same this year. So like to have Keith Lee in there and for Keith Lee to win it is a big surprise. And like I, I feel like everybody would be behind Keith Lee winning as well. It's yeah, it's a massive yes from me. Excellent. Ross, can we have your second pitch, please? And while you give it, I'm going to point the light more at myself because I feel like I'm in the dark a bit. Go on, you shine that light on you, Jack. Shine oh. bright like a diamond. <laughs> what shine do you want to talk about? like a diamond. Uh, what's under your hat? Uh, giant bald head. Is that it? A, I'm sure there's something egg. else, Andrew. Uh, what are you hiding? How's that looking there? A pen! Wow! <laughs> we filled Crazy. the gap there seamlessly. Thank you, Andrew, for participating. <laughs> anyway, lads, does watching Riddle on Monday Night Raw last week aside make you embarrassed to be a professional wrestling fan? Yeah. Yes. So let's. I need to rectify this somehow. And this is the best. To be honest with you, lads, this is the third pitch I came up with, but I'm yeah, presenting yeah. it second. So this is the one where you sort of like. You're struggling for an idea a bit, but you want to throw it in there anyway. Mm. Basically, I want Seamus and Riddle to have a proper, like, I'm going to call it just a Seamus match. Because over the past couple of months, Seamus has had multiple Seamus matches where himself and his opponent just beat the piss out of each other. And it's fantastic to see each and every time. So Riddle and Seamus, they have one of them at WrestleMania on Sunday. Seamus wins. Sheamus is your new United States champion after he's beat the piss out of Riddle, but he's st- sort of stood there raising the title above his head, thinking, oh, you're quite good at the wrestling, you are, fella. Oh, you're quite good. I respect you. He walks away. We then get to Raw, and we see Riddle and Sheamus backstage. Riddle is having a massive bifter because weed <laughs> needs to exist in WWE for this character to make any sort of sense, for goodness sake. Just let it exist. I know it's terrible for you. And oh, well, whatever your perspective on that is. Let's oh, just he's opening a whole can of words. <laughs> Let's just forget about the sponsors and all that who will get upset when they see a man smoking weed, even though it's less dangerous than alcohol and all that stuff. We all know what we're talking about here, don't we? Um, yes. You know what? He can't just be stupid. I'm not accepting that Riddle can just be this stupid just because he is. So, so Riddle is having a massive bifter, a massive doobie, smoking, talking on the old Mary Jane. Seamus is having a pint of Guinness. We've got two manly men doing manly things backstage because, remember, we all have to be real men in the wrestling. Seamus was like, that's quite a good fight last night, wasn't it? What the hell's wrong with you, Riddle? Why are you like this? You're a bleeding idiot. I'm just picturing Seamus saying without trying try not to do the impersonation. I'm going to do it. You're a bleeding idiot. There, <laughs> and it's so annoying. What's wrong with you? Let me be your sense Seamus. It's like oh. sensei. Oh, like wow. Sensei, but wow. Sense Seamus. Yeah. Um, and let me help you find who you truly are once again. Segments then happen going out of um, next week's Raw where Seamus sort of reintroduces Riddle to Matt Riddle. And Riddle drops everything that makes him so annoying to watch and so unlikable. And we just get all the good bits back from NXT. We keep the bit that was on last week's Raw because I thought that uh, Bocho, if it was real or whatever, I thought it worked well in his character. I thought it was the funniest thing he's done on Raw since he appeared on there. Um, (laughs) So more of that stuff. He keeps the humor, but more importantly, he goes back to being... I know he does do the serious wrestling when he's in the ring. But get rid of the scooter. Get rid of the annoying stuff. All the annoying questions. Just... Sort him out. So send Seamus is the way that we sort Riddle out and then Riddle can go on and be a main eventer because as things stand currently, he's not going to be a main eventer with his little stupid scooter and his stupid questions. So (laughs) send Seamus is what I'm pitching here coming out of WrestleMania. Right. I'm verging on a yes, but I have to ask then, what's the relationship between them going forwards? Are they a tag team? Because Seamus is now the US champion. Is Riddle... 
is he going to remain US champion while Riddle moves on into the main title picture? I haven't thought that bit through. Okay. Seamus could, could defend that title and sort of have Riddle as his, like, his protege at ringside. Mm. Like, oh, this is, how you, this is how you do it. No bollocks. What's the, the, the it's Newcastle Brown Ale catchphrase, that, isn't it? The, the slogan, sorry. Is Newcastle it? Brown Ale. No bollocks, I'm sure. It's <laughs> they start, they start drinking good. Newcastle Brown Ale at ringside and stuff. See, oh, I yeah. don't know what you just, you know, just what, no, whatever yeah. happens, you know. Whatever. <laughs> oh, go on. go on. Sorry, Jack. No, go on, Andrew. You first. I was going to say, what, what if, what if you've got Sen Seamus or whatever it is, he's coaching Riddle, and then once Riddle turns into like the proper, das to strike you with me elbows and knees and that, turns him into like a proper, proper badass, as people like mm-hmm. to call him. Yeah. Uh, what happened? Like maybe Matt Riddle, as he's now known, could uh, could then turn on Sheamus and go for that belt again. And that Why would be not? a fantastic way for Sheamus to give back to you. What a, what a brilliant brain you've got on me for that, Andrew. <laughs> it's um, massive. <laughs> it's a massive head. <laughs> yes, Sheamus could give back to Matt Riddle by doing the J-O-B from as they like to say in the mm. trade. The J-O-B. Mm. I felt like a proper arsehole saying that there. Giving the, doing the good old J-O-B. Eh? The job. <laughs> doing the honours, brother, brother. I've brother. heard some wrestling technical lingo yeah. before. <laughs> It's, uh, it's a yes from me, Ross. Go on. There you go. All right, go on, lad. Go on. You get a big fat yes from me, lad. The smoking the bifters and all that and whatever. Get rid of that. Gone. It's gone. Getting proper in there again with elbows and knees, like I said before. I don't know what I'm on about. No, no, you're right. You're right. Keep no. going, Andrew. <laughs> Just keep going. <laughs> Too much relentless. That's what's, that's what's happened. <laughs> <laughs> um, what's your second pitch, Andrew? So my second one is, so uh, I'm going to say that on night one of WrestleMania... Either maybe like the pre-show or something. If it hasn't been, I'm not sure if it's been set already. I don't think it has. But we'll have some sort of like eliminators women's tag match to determine who's going to face like Shayna Baszler and Nia Jax maybe on night two or something like that. Um, if this is the case, I can see like Naomi and, and Lana uh, winning that and perhaps even going on to win the belts off Nia Jax and Shayna. Um, and this is going to set up this. So night two, we get some sort of tag match between the two. And obviously, Big Reg is there. Big Reg is there. Um, Shayna Baszler, she's like battering. She's battering Naomi in the ring. It's looking like they've got this one, right? It's looking like they've got this thing won. So Reggie's like, oh, shake the... Oh, careful now, it ends. Shake, shake the champagne. <laughs> pop it off. Pour a glass. It's all going to be all right. We're going to win this. Like, hands, uh, hands Nia Jax, who's on the apron, a glass of champagne. And, uh, and, and Nia Jax is, like, trying to hand Shayna one in the ring as well. Like, come on, come on, let's celebrate. Because we got this one anyway. And Shayna's just like, what are you doing? You've seen what's happened, like, before on SmackDown and Raw, like we always take our eye off the ball and then something happens. Um, and Nia Jax, she's like trying to hand it to her or whatever. And Shane is just like, yeah, I've had it with this. I've had it with this, all this nonsense. Bah, straight out of Nia Jax's hand. Nia falls down and takes out Reggie as well. And uh, and as like that's happening, Naomi's managed to get up and tag Lana in and Lana hits a finisher on Shana as she turns what around. What finisher? What does Lana hit Shana with? The Lana Buster. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, Yeah, one of them. One, two, three. New tag team champions. And Shayna Baszler is like, I've had enough. I've had enough of all this nonsense. She, like, just suplexing everybody. Carafuda clutching everybody. It's all kicking off. She's mad. She's had enough. Gets a chair out. Starts battering Nia and Reggie as well. And, like, she just storms off. She's like, I'm done. I'm done. And then we fast forward a little bit, right? We fast forward a little bit to the end of the Asuka and Rhea Ripley match. For the women's title. It's an incredibly physical match. And Ripley comes out on top. 
and has a big WrestleMania moment. Ooh, it's all kicking off. And then boom, who's coming? Who's at top at ramp? That's Shayna Baszler's music. It's Shayna Baszler. And she's she's on the mic, she's at the top of the ramp, and she congratulates Rhea Ripley on a title win. But then Shayna quickly turns her attention to the fact that she believes Rhea was handed this championship opportunity. Like much like Rhea Ripley in, in this year's Royal Rumble, Shayna Baszler was the runner-up in the Royal Rumble of 2020, but she also had to crush everybody in the Elimination Chamber to get her shot at Becky Lynch at WrestleMania 36. Whereas Ripley just turns up on Raw one night. This is like what Shayna's like. You just turn up on Raw one night and you just handed a shot like out of nowhere. Whilst Rhea has been absent for months, Shayna has had to slog it in a division that didn't really care about her, a division so far removed from a dominant time on top in NXT that it's quite frankly an embarrassment and a disgrace that she's practically been tossed to one side. And, uh, and like Rhea Ripley taking Shayna Baszler's NXT title kind of like started the descent for Shayna Baszler. Mm-hmm. So Shayna is just like, it's me and you next. You better watch your step because I'm back to being how I used to be. Hard as nails. Yeah. <laughs> That's a new catchphrase. That's a new catchphrase. Yeah, good. <laughs> And that's it. So basically, it's just Shayna Baszler putting uh, Rhea Ripley on notice, and then we can have a nice women's feud for the Raw Championship, World Women's Championship. This is Paige, the co-host of Giggly Squad, and I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving, Olive and June. Olive and June gives you everything that you need for a salon-quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive and June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive and June, too, is it's a quick dry. Dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Um, now, I like the rematch thing between Shayna and Rhea, and I like the mm. point that. That it was maybe in a way Rhea that started the downfall of Shayna, right? Mm-hmm. But what I what I didn't like as much was how you get there. I'm all okay. for Shayna splitting from Nia and going mm-hmm. on a push and stuff, but that does not for me negate the idea of Lana beating Shayna clean in the middle. Not clean because there was yeah, a distraction. And everything champagne involved. Yeah, yeah, of course, yeah. <laughs> but I can't be having Lana pinning Shayna Baszler. Okay. It, it may have happened before. I don't know. It might it might well mm. have done on Raw in this past year, but. 
I can't have it at WrestleMania. I'm sorry, Andrew. It's a it's a reluctant no from That's me. That's fine. That's fine. I can deal with that. I can have Lana getting, sorry, Lana Penn and Shayna Baszler, just as long as, La, uh, so, sorry, I'll start again. I'll put my teeth in and start again. <laughs> I can have Lana pinning Shayna Baszler at WrestleMania, just as long as Shayna Baszler has necked an entire bottle of Reggie champagne. <laughs> oh, so that yes. has got to happen for that to take place. And also, when Nia Jax falls off the apron in your scenario, though, Andrew, I need Nia Jax to fall arse first and Reggie uh. to disappear. Where, Andrew? In her hole! In her hole! <laughs> Yay! Just I have like written that. down, right, that, that like, Reggie tries to catch Nia, like uh, he caught uh, Sasha Banks at Royal Rumble, like over the ropes, and he's like trying to go for it, and she just goes and just straight on him, like done. <laughs> like squashes him, like hole. a cartoon. I like that as well. I like that <laughs> but to, uh, to be honest with you, I think you've done a fantastic thing here because Reggie and Nia and Shane are getting involved in everything. I am sick of it. So that coming yes. to an end at WrestleMania is a good thing for the entirety of mankind. Hey. Yeah, I agree. Well, Andrew, so it's one yes and one no there. So that's all right. That's, that's all right. Can, yeah. yeah. Live with that. Um, <laughs> my second pitch concerns oh, Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn, right? Mm. This is a weird match because... It's, it's, it's hopefully it's going to be, it could be, I mean, as we've seen a lot of their matches before, a really good wrestling match, right? Like a phenomenal one. It's not the match that needs the involvement of Logan Paul. It's not the one that needs celebrity involvement. In my opinion, you need, oh, Ross. Yeah. I've raised my hand to ask to speak. <laughs> yeah. Go, go on. Go for it. <laughs> what was your take? Have you watched the segment from Friday? Yeah. 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 What was your takeaway? Cause it left me utterly confused because Sammy invited Logan. Mm-hmm. to the premiere. So Logan's mm-hmm. got the fancy jet and he's got the limo treatment and all that stuff. He's then had a word with Kevin Owens when he got to SmackDown. Kevin yeah. Owens has said something to Logan to sort of make him doubt and just not buy anything that Sammy was saying. Uh, Sammy was saying yeah, in Zane. his documentary, he was saying. Um, <laughs> and then the segment ended with obviously Kevin Owens laying a stunner on Sammy and then pushing Logan. And Logan was like, eh? <laughs> so neither yeah. of them like him. And Logan doesn't like either of them. I, I'm, I'm a bit confused. It's very confusing. I was assuming that we were going to have the old Mike Tyson DX switcheroo where you think mm. he's on Sami Zayn's side, but then he does something to Sami at the end of that match, which is where I still think we're going. But that, that segment was very, very confusing. So I don't know where we stand now. But in my scenario, we get to WrestleMania. Sami comes out with all the camera crew and that. Kevin Owens is there as well. And everyone's like, oh, here we go. There's going to be a lot of weird shenanigans in this one. Really, we all just want to see them batter each other because it's what they do best. And at the start of the match, they both turn to Logan and they're like, sorry, pal. Double super kick or whatever move they can both do. And they're like, get out of here, Logan. Get out of here, camera crew. This is me and you once again. And I know we've seen the match a million times, but it's always a very good one. Maybe we'll have a, a hardcore stipulation as well. They did that in Ring of Honor. It was really good. Maybe Sammy can find the old El Generico. Well, no, he can't because they're not they're not the same person no. in storyline. So he go he gets thrown backstage or something, and who should emerge but El Generico? And they have they have a big match. But that's my pitch essentially: is that Logan is not involved. He gets booted early on, and we just go back to basics, and we have Sammy and Kevin. And that's the way it should be. Not a revolutionary idea. This was also my third one that I thought of when I was thinking of them. But I, I think it's all right. What do you think? I think yeah. it's a yes from me. I don't oh. think this match needs Logan Paul whatsoever. But then again, that's the stereotypical wrestling fan opinion. We'll gatekeep and not let the new people come in. That's what ah, we do best. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I agree. I just want to see Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn just beat the poo out of each other. That's all I want to see. Andrew? 
Yeah, big yes from me. Pretty much exactly what you said, Ross, is that you just want to see them two go at it without any sort of outside interference sort of thing. Just have Because they put on some of the best matches, like their Ring of Honor stuff is insanely good. And to see that in WWE would be amazing. But with the involvement of Logan Paul, it's kind of like, eh, is it going to verge on comedic territory? Like, mm. oh, it's not really what we want. But... Get him out of there. Do that double super kick. Get him one and done out of the way. And then, yes, slug it out, boys. Go on. And honestly, I've got nothing against Logan Paul. From what I've seen of him, he does seem to have... Obviously, he made some big mistakes in the past. And he does seem to have matured and changed and, and become a better person. And everyone's got the right to do that. And fair play to him. But not in my Sami Zayn, Kevin Owens feud, Logan. Not in there. You can get out. Um, so, yeah, that's mine. Um but now it's on to Ross's final pitch. So let's just assume that Flo Rida is going to perform at WrestleMania because let's yeah. face it, it's in Florida, it's WrestleMania, it's going to happen whether we want it to or not. <laughs> so just as a, about as he's just about as he's, so I've just lost the, the will and the, 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 the ability oh. to speak here. Just yeah. as he's about to hit the first note, a massive great big door just comes swinging in out of nowhere. Twat! It strikes. <laughs> Flow Rider away to the beaches. He has been hit for six. Bailey then appears, and we get an open doors edition of Ooh. Ding Dong Hello. Bailey moans about not being on the WrestleMania card, even though her feud with Sasha Banks should obviously have culminated at WrestleMania 37 with the big bells and whistles sound off that we all know it should have had. But then she says, hey ho, I'm going to make the best of a bad situation. Well, I've made the best, yeah, I've already made the best of the bad situation by getting rid of Flow Rider, who. I know he's not going to be there on Sunday before the comments go. I know. The, no. who, who, is it the weekend, is it? The weekend, yeah. The weekend, think, yeah. Is the weekend going to be there? I don't is know. Is the weekend going to be there? I don't know. Anyway, Flow Rider's there because it's WrestleMania. Yeah, yeah, exactly, yeah. I know he's not going to be there in, in reality, but this is what we want to see. And I want to see Flow Rider get hit by a big comedy door. But she says, hey-ho, mystery guest, reveal yourself. The lights go down, and who makes a massive special WrestleMania entrance involving a massive pirate ship, which is located inside Raymond James Stadium? It's Kyrie saying everybody because it's a thing that just needs to happen and this pitch wants it to happen. So this pitch is going to will it into existence maybe. And also, it ties in storyline-wise because within the realms of storyline and kayfabe, Bailey is kind of the reason that Kyrie Sane went away. Remember that segment on Raw? Well, that stupid match we had on Monday Night Raw where Stephanie McMahon made the silly rule of like if, if uh, Asuka gets DQ'd or counted out or disqualified oh, or whatever it was. Yeah. And then Kyrie saying, even though she's a wrestler and a really good wrestler, was getting beaten up backstage like a damsel in distress. Oh, help me, Asuka. And Asuka left, and that's how she lost the title. The storyline tie ins here. So Kyrie Saint comes back, and then just we, we have a comedy segment where sort of Bailey has to walk the plank with Kyrie Saint making her do that. She falls into the water. Ha ha, we all laugh. And then we hear Flo Rider singing Green Light in the Distance. Or Pitbull, potentially. Oh, is that Pitbull? Green Light's Pitbull, yeah, yeah. I beg my pardon. I've made a right Sorry. fool of myself here. Last time. I'll never recover from this one. Flo Rider um, can sing My House if he wants. That's the one I'm thinking yeah. of. The worst one. Pitbull's green light is fantastic. Oh, Andrew? What? Green light on my house. Uh, ooh, green light. Okay. Correct answer. I, okay. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to elaborate more on this on the podcast, but no spoilers. But Ross, have you heard of a program called, I think it's called This Is My House. It's a new game show type thing on the BBC. No. Oh, I'll talk about it more on the podcast. But the theme song is Flo Rida's My House. 
And it's just it's just brilliant. That anyway. song that just plods along at a very surface. <laughs> Welcome to my Yeah, house. but the no the no the no the the key the piano is really dramatic. It gets you hyped for some WrestleMania action. Not like uh, Give me the green light. Gets me so hyped, I forget who sings it. <laughs> <laughs> but I was going to say as well, maybe Bailey, after walking the plank, realizes the error of her ways, and then she gets the. I don't. I don't think it's. Is it involved in WrestleMania? I don't know what the cards are, lads. It's a terrible thing for me to say on the pages video for WrestleMania 37. Not the women's tag team titles. Oh, not, yeah, not, not yet. No, not yet. No. Not yet. So let's just assume they're going to be. <laughs> maybe. Yeah, probably. Yeah. And the tag team of Kyrie and Bailey win the women's tag team titles and mm. go on, go on then. to do absolutely yeah. nothing with them because of the women's <laughs> tag team titles and nobody does anything with them. It's a yes from me, Ross. I, I like you. I, I like, I I like you. Like you. <laughs> At least I, this one. We've had a drink. <laughs> I, comma, like you, comma, I'm also really annoyed that Bailey does not feature on this year's WrestleMania card. She's been really working her ass off this past year, like Asuka has, in fact, with, with the whole limited roster and everything. And she deserves a lot more, and I feel bad for her. So it's a yes from me, no questions I need asked. to say as well, because I, I put a two out after SmackDown this week, because I was shocked that Bailey wasn't involved in SmackDown at all last week. So I was like, mm. this is missing, get her involved. WrestleMania is next week. It's a crime that she's not involved, basically. And people let me know there's stuff going on in Bailey's personal life, perhaps. I don't know how verified this is, but maybe there's stuff going on in her personal life and she's just having some time off. And if that is the case... Her having time off is fair enough. I just need to put that out yeah, there. Yeah, fair to, enough. We are acknowledging that. Yeah. yeah it's uh, a, Andrew. Yes, it's a, it's a yes from me. I'd love to see Kyrie saying back, and I think it would be criminal, a criminal offence if we go through a whole entire WrestleMania weekend and she is not either on that pirate ship or jumping off that pirate ship, doing something with that pirate ship. So, yes, it's a big fat yes from me. Excellent stuff. Andrew, what is your final pitch? This might be my weakest one, boys. I'm not going to okay. lie. I'm not going to lie. But we, we come to Braun Strowman and Shane McMahon in a steel cage match. But it's not, it's not your everyday average steel cage match, right? It's got some of that game showy feel to it. Ooh, exciting, right? Because no, but who really wants this? I don't, think, I don't think anybody really wants this match as it is. Um, other than like maybe seeing Shane jump off the steel cage and do something. Um, but I think this is one of the most least anticipated matches on the card. Uh, so just spice it up for a little bit of bah. Go on, salt bait or whatever he does. Get some, get some seasoning on there. That's the one. Um, so I'm thinking, like I, I mentioned this in the last pictures video as well, that perhaps we turn this match into like a Takeshi's Castle style affair. Mm -hmm. Yeah, uh, try and we salvage. All remember, we all remember. Yeah, we all remember. We all remember. remember. It was really we good. All remember. Yeah, it was really good. Um, so try and salvage just the absolute plops that this feud has been. <laughs> Um, plops <laughs> plops yeah the absolute plops I don't know what words I can say what words I can't say plops I'm, so I'm going to say plops just in case <laughs> uh, Braun Strowman I feel like Braun Strowman no matter what he just looks he just looks a bit daft at this point I mean, I mean they've added choo-choo train effects to him <laughs> he's going around the ring no so. that's badass Andrew I think the word so, oh, sorry that's badass that's badass sorry mm. um, so this is what I've come up with and the rules are a bit convoluted right but you start on the ramp they both start on the ramp and the ramp's a combination of things, right? You've got the, you've got, you know, in Takeshi's Castle where they've got the doors. They've got a set of doors and only one of them is the right yeah, door yeah. to get through, yeah, yeah. right? So you've got to go through the fake doors. Make sure you find, oh, that's the right one. That's the right one to go through. But we've got a caveat at the start of this bit. You don't run through them. You've you, <laughs> you got to ride a little choo-choo train down the ramp. 
<laughs> to get through the doors, because really? obviously the Stroman Express stuff, right? So once you get to the end of the ramp, you've gone through all the doors. Now surrounding the cage is Braun Strowman's greatest weakness of all, gunge or slime, as people, I think in America, like to call yeah. it slime. Um, and within that slime, there's a key to the cage door. So the cage is locked. There's a key to the cage door. You've got to unlock it. Uh, but you've got to have to search for it in the, in the slime. The key is in the slime, right? So it's hidden. But also in the slime, there's weapons to stop the other person from trying to find the key. So you pick up a kendo stick, bah, and battering right back at Ed and all that. Yeah. Um, yeah, so that's the caveat in that bit as well. There's weapons in the slime. Um, and then you find the key, right? We get the key. What's next? You unlock the cage door and you get inside the cage. But it's not. This isn't an average cage match if we just established, right? So instead of climbing out or winning by pinfall or submission, there's something attached to like the rafters, like in a ladder match. Um, but how do you get up there? Well, I can hear you asking, how do you get, how do you get up there? What's going on here? In the middle of the ring, there's like two raised podiums, like those, and, and those giant inflatable <laughs> earbuds, like in gladiators, right? Yeah. So you got to climb the podium. You grab whatever. I I, I really haven't decided what's up there. Contract or something that just says like Peacock will winner. erase this yeah, yeah, from yeah. canon forever. Yeah. Um, and then that's how you win the match. You grab it and whatever. Uh, but if someone else is up there, obviously, you've got to fend them off as well, don't you? You know, getting with big inflatable earbuds, they duel it out. And this could be where Shane does his mad steel cage thing. Like, Strowman boots, like, knocks him, and he, like, flies off over the wall of the cage and through, uh, like, into the slime, into the gunge. And then, I don't know, like, Dave Benson Phillip comes out and grabs him and, like, drags him down into the depths or Jet or someone comes. I don't know. That's just a little idea right there. Uh, but that's the massive mental moment. Strowman pelts him, he goes off, falls into the slime and all that, and then, and then... Strowman grabs whatever it is to say this is the end of the feud and this can never happen again. And then that's it. It's finished. <laughs> you really are. You really are. What a chip off the old block with Adam Pacitti, aren't you? Really? <laughs> you really are. I, I could don't not know. Have... <laughs> that could have been from Pacitti's mouth itself. And it's a wonderful pitch. I can see the match. I can see how it goes in my mind. Like Strowman's ahead after the doors because mm -hmm. he just smashes through them anyway. Yeah. Shane comes back with the key bit. Strowman catches him just in time and they have the bat. It writes itself out. It well, does. It, does, it, it doesn't does. write itself. It's quite complicated, <laughs> but it's a yes from me. Oh, yes. my goodness. Thank it, it, you. It couldn't be a bigger no from me if it tried. <laughs> it could not be, because all I want to see in this match, Andrew, is just for Braun Strowman to throw Shane McMahon as far as he can. If he loses the cage match because he throws him out the cage mm. and out the stadium and he lands on the floor first before Braun's feet hit the floor, I'll accept that. But all I want to see from this match is Braun Strowman throwing that sweaty javelin, javelin sorry, <laughs> just as far as he can. That's all I want to see. That's so because enough. of that, that's just because I want to see something different, I'm going to have to say no. I don't blame you, Ross. I don't blame you. <laughs> Wonderful stuff. Um, <laughs> it's my last pitch now, and mine is about The Miz versus Bad Bunny, which at the time of recording is still a singles match, and it may well be, but I'm half convinced that we're going to see it turn into a tag match with John Morrison and, and um, Damian Priest involved as well, because how can, how can Bad Bunny have a singles match? He's not. He's clearly not ready. I don't understand, but um, we'll see how it goes. In my pitch, it does stay as a singles match. They're ready. Miz has come out with Morrison. They've probably done their song or whatever. Priest's there watching on as Bad Bunny is mates in the ring, and then the bell rings, and the match lasts about 10 seconds. Miz just 
Dex, Bad Bunny, Scroll Crusher, and Finale. One, two, three. Because am I missing something in this feud, right? Bad Bunny's been getting the better of The Miz, who was very recently WWE champion. And even though he's cowardly and sneaky and everything, compared to the average man, he's still a wrestler. He's mm-hmm. still meant to be hard. Is he not? Like, I don't understand. He's not been so, too bad. He's just, he, got a, he smacked him with a guitar, didn't he? And he smacked him in the face once. I think that's all he's got. In the isn't face. He? Yeah. But The Miz was like, I don't know. I don't like it, Ross. It leaves a bad taste in my mouth. So to rectify this, I want to see the Miz destroy Bad Bunny, and then we'll see we'll see how that plays out on the on the on the worldwide stage. We'll see if that gets WWE some mainstream attention rather than the tried and tested method of this celebrity came in and beat one of our wrestlers. This wrestler destroyed one of our celebrities. Look how great we are. I, I don't know. I don't know. I just part of me also doesn't want to see that take up too much of the show, and I think a quick squash mm. match. Would be the best way to do it, but what are your thoughts? I agree with everything you've said there. Oh. Let's make a pile of celebrity bodies. <laughs> yeah, that, Logan, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Paul, Bad Bunny, let's get them all in a heap. All apart from Ozzy Osbourne, leave him mm. alone for goodness okay. sake. He's going in the Hall of Fame, you know? Yeah, he is. Heard that in the news this morning. That's incredible, is he? That, isn't it? Yeah, yeah he's wow. Oh, he was at WrestleMania 1? Two. Two. Two, two, sorry. Two. And he was on Raw with Sharon. I remember yeah. that one. Oh. Sharon! Uh, yeah, let's just make a pile of celebrity bodies and let's, let's make the wrestlers look badass, eh? Yeah, and let's only... scare the, scare every other celebrity away from from coming into <laughs> WWE in the future. <laughs> the only the only wrestlers exempt, sorry, the only celebrities exempt for me would be Floyd Mayweather because he actually did well. He actually did well. And he's with a that. boxer, and, and he's legit. Yeah, yeah. And who's another celebrity that just gets it? I'm sure there Pat. was one who totally no, just Pat got Pat, it. Pat, Pat, Pat. I know that's of course, NXT, Pat, but... of course, yeah, of course. Yeah. Stephen Amell. Oh yeah, Stephen Amell. Yeah, Stephen Amell. Really Stephen Amell. Not not Jeremy Piven and Ken Jong. They mm. they had no idea what was going LeVar on. LeVar Ball? Not LeVar Ball. <laughs> myself, myself and Richard Tubman, who edits these videos, that's one of our fans. Well, I think it is our favourite celebrity think, appearance of all time. I feel as though, and I might be wrong, but I feel as though the younger son is now also in the NBA. But I'm not certain. I'm not certain. The older one definitely is. Anyway, um, yeah. So was it, a, it was a yes from you there, Ross? Oh, yeah. Andrew? I yeah um I agree as well like there's so much celebrity stuff going on at the moment it just feels it feels a little bit weird a little bit forced and everything so to have this idea of celebrity bodies stacking up I'm like yes please or just turn it into a rap battle between two that might be pretty mm. good but I don't know yeah I'm not I'm not into the whole idea of a singles match so I do see them changing it into a tag match because um, I think wasn't that like maybe the rumor that that was going to happen like before anyway was it was going to yeah. be like, a tag match and stuff? Apparently they're, they're injured, aren't they? The two lads not involved. They've really injuries uh, or something. Yeah, that that's why it's a singles match. Ah. Who knows? Bad Buddy's been in that performance center for a few months at this mm-hmm. stage. He might be fantastic. It might be. He did a good dive, didn't he? Off turnbuckle. Woo! Yes. Uh, was, <laughs> that, was that the rumble? That was a long time ago. Yeah. Wasn't it? Yeah, it was. Bloody I'm hell! Just, I'm just remembering. time going really quick. I just remember Tyson Fury. I forgot he was in WWE completely until you mentioned <laughs> yeah. the performance center there, and there was that amazing scene. He was with terrible. Johnny no, yeah. he was awful. <laughs> but but his entrance was something to behold in Saudi Arabia. Yeah, was it Braun that he beat? Yeah, yeah, because like he beat Braun. Oh, oh no, wait, it was. Didn't he get up from a running power slam and then like uh, it was a count? He, he literally yeah, got yeah, straight yeah, away. He, no- he knocked him off the apron. Braun mm. got counted out. Braun hit him with his finisher and he just popped up. And Tyson just gets straight back <laughs> up again. It's what he does. Do you not see Deontay Wilder's oh, fight with him? He, got, he just gets up from whatever. No he is, he is a real life version of The Undertaker, is Tyson Fury. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 
Let's not take that away from him. Um, so yeah, celebrity bodies is a yes as well. Get in. Yes. Um, thanks guys for joining in uh, with this pitches video for WrestleMania. Uh, Ross, what exciting things have you got in store? WTF moments uh, for all of well everything apart from NXT that is, right. that is a thing that's happening a pitch that I should have said was Alter Bridge doing edge down, doing edge down of the ring playing edge down of the ring <laughs> oh dear <laughs> guitar yeah. Yeah. Uh, Alter Bridge yeah that's what we should have mentioned that because that mm, should happen shouldn't it we used to cry about it for years didn't we back in the day yeah yeah that should really happen no, that's, that's a good one wicked oh, oh yeah that one rock and roll. Yeah, you were doing shocker, bro. Yeah, um, get the beers in, lads. Uh, yeah. <laughs> what else is there? Um, I did a tier list with Gable Stevenson. I don't know when that's going live. That might be before, or just after WrestleMania. Nice. Um, other things. There's a lot of stuff. <laughs> there are is we, a lot of stuff. Where, are we recording a podcast this week? Because there's yes, so much we going are. on. It's on my when, calendar. We, when is it, please, Ross? Friday. In, yeah, but <laughs> afternoon time. Both recording and publishing. Recording morning. Publishing. Evening. Oh, you know what? I might have. I might not be on this week's podcast. I might have jumped off it because um, I'm doing NXT coverage ah. on the Wednesday. I'm, I might not be on this week's podcast. So what I will say is, please do check out This Is My House, which I was going to mention on the podcast, but now obviously I can't. Um, Andrew, what have you got coming up? Uh, just a lot of editing this week. Lots and lots of editing. NXT yeah. graded takeover and everything, and uh, and and that's pretty much that's pretty much it from me. Just behind the desk. Getting square eyes just by looking at a screen. Have you the done time. the NXT predictions? Oh yeah, sorry, yeah, done that. That'll be going out. Uh, I don't know when this video is going out, but predictions is 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 done and going out. So check that out as well. Oh yeah, wow. Did you leave in many of mine and Owen's bloopers? I did. Don't worry, Jack. Good, don't worry. I got oh. your message. I got your message loud and clear. It's in there. But uh, wow. you should tune in because there's a lot of guest celebrities that turn up in this prediction so I'm just saying uh, I uh, called in some favours um, are they so of the fuzzy see... variety perhaps the... no okay. <laughs> they're of the oh, wrestling yeah. variety oh nice 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 the people involved in TakeOver but there you go that's all I'll say does it involve you know what I'm not going to ask I'll Do ask that. off camera I don't want to spoil it for anybody um, myself and Owen will be doing our football manager Twitch stream on Wednesday night uh, there's a video that's gone up today. We're recording this on Monday and it's up now, which is me looking at the 10 matches that aren't on the WrestleMania card from elsewhere over WrestleMania week that you should watch. And that seems to be about it. Thanks for watching, everybody. Leave your pictures, why not, in the comment section down below. Stay safe, stay positive, enjoy WrestleMania, and we'll see you very soon. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365 day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. 
Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. For all the wrestling headlines in just 10 minutes, search Cultaholic Wrestling News on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts from. Podcasts from. 